Welcome back to Sports Kathi. Uh, I am Vaishak here, and with me is Rohit. Hi, everyone. Today we will be talking about what is happening in the tennis world. Just three months ago, COVID spread across Europe and America, uh, which is the nerve center of the tennis world. Uh, the tournaments started getting cancelled one after the other. They were postponing uh, French Open shift dates from May to September, and clearly one of the most important tournaments for me over the year uh, as a Rafa Nadal fan. Wimbledon was cancelled for the first time since World War II, just to put the context into clarity. Uh, and even the Rogers Cup, uh, you know, got postponed, uh, got cancelled. Uh, if I'm right, in August, uh, it did look like we will have, you know, the whole year called off due to tennis. But then there was some light. There was some positive news coming up with U.S. Open deciding their schedule and a few other events following up. Uh, so before we go much more into de- detail about the schedule, Rohit, could you give an insight about how this break will affect the people? Okay. Uh, firstly, I will start off with how the rankings will be affected. Uh, the tennis association has actually come out and uh, spoken about it. When I say tennis association, I mean ATP and WTA. So what they've announced is that until June, uh, the rankings are frozen. So that means all the tournaments were supposed to happen till June. The uh, rankings will not be dropped or will not be affected. There are few who are actually benefited from this. Uh, for example, Roger Federer. Roger Federer was always going to be off until June after undergoing knee surgery in February. So, if he had uh, skipped the tournaments, he would have dropped, like say, from his current rankings of fourth to possibly even out of the top ten. Uh, similarly, uh, Bianca Andreescu, uh, who had already withdrawn from Indian Wells and who was defending champion there, uh, so he, she had she had withdrawn due to. Uh, left knee injury so now she will not want to have to defend her points so for her it's in some way positive uh, but it's not the case for everyone in the atp section uh, as you know it's very keenly contested for now at the beginning of the year djokovic has taken a lead of mere 370 points which is a very small lead but the good thing was for djokovic was that this area this clay court section is somewhere where nadal has a lot of points to defend So that is where somewhere where Djokovic could actually could have extended his lead. Now that it's being frozen, uh, you know it's difficult for him. Like to be uh, to put exact numbers, Djokovic had to defend only two thousand six hundred thirty five points, whereas Nadal had to defend four thousand two hundred sixty points. And given the form Djokovic has been in the beginning of the year, I could see Djokovic, you know, extending the gap from three seventy points to much higher. So he would be disappointed. But whereas the WTA world number one uh, Ashley Barty would be the other way around, uh, she had she has a lot of points to defend during this area. Uh, that is out of her eight thousand seven seventeen points, three thousand four hundred forty is in this section. Uh, now she doesn't need to defend those; is actually positive for her, and which for Halep, who is in the second rank, might not be that positive because you know she already there's a two thousand five hundred point gap between the first and second. So now, uh, Halep would have been looking forward to you know cut off that gap here in this area, but things are not in her favor for now. So when I say freezing the ranking, yes, it has negatives and positives. Uh, but again, in general, a break is not good for tennis. It's not good for tennis players for obvious reasons. You know, as you have seen in uh, football, you know, coming back from a break results in you know not having regular matchups, regular warmups. 
and that means injuries and many players might come into the grand slams directly that means the performance levels also might be lower in the grand slam events so from a viewer point of view yes we did not have matches which is not great and even when the tournament restarts it might not be uh, you know at the highest level so from a viewing point of view also it's not at the best level yeah so that's a good point so the players coming back from injury you know in normal situations they get to play some atp 500 or atp 1000s to get back into the grand slams so is there any plan you know the way the players can play something to come back and play in the grand slams now coming to the uh, restart yes us open will be scheduled or will be going as per schedule so it will happen between august 24th and september 3rd or 13th or 13th yes i believe yeah so it'll going it'll be going as per schedule and the good thing is cincinnati masters uh, which is generally what leads up to the us open even that will be happening so that is good uh, so we will have some warm up game before the us open so there is something there similarly uh, roland garros as you mentioned as of today the dates given are 28th september to october 4th again just like us open the warm up events or what i call the warm up events again they are thousand the masters thousand series but again those are madrid and rome masters and those will also be happening a week before the french open so there is some tennis uh, which will happen before the uh, grand slams we might not run directly into grand slams but then how many players will be participating in those or warm up events or in those masters 1000 events will be something which we will have to see in the atp side we are not very clear as i looked into it we don't have any clarity on what the schedule will be post atp but in the wta side they have actually gone on to put the entire schedule for the year they have gone on to put the schedule till uh, november this year that is including the china like let's see how feasible it is but as of today the schedule is there putting the schedule up is easier part Uh, but organizers events will be the bigger challenge so us open have come out and told how they are planning to do it so they have come and told that the tournament will be played in a bio secure bubble now what does that mean it means involving no supporters uh, restricted movements of players and officials strict distancing norms rigorous coronavirus testing blah etc etc so uh, this is what the bio secure bubble is and we know what why it's required because we saw what happened in the adria tour exhibition uh we saw that players such as djokovic and dimitrov competed and uh, there were fans to watch the tournament and if, there was even an after party and eventually uh, unfortunately uh, players were tested positive including novak djokovic uh, djokovic also has been uh, vocal saying that he's not in favor of the us open requirements and how strict they are but i believe after what has happened to him and others during the uh, adria tour exhibition event i believe uh, he might change his mind um, but then again you know the cases in us you know started peaking again uh, so maybe not everything is positive and maybe there might be further delays but anyway something which i personally think has higher probability of happening is the french open i'm saying that because you know most of the players are europeans uh, so the travel constraints might be lesser to, for the french open and uh, you know the cases in in europe or in france is comparatively coming down but they but then again french open has not come out and told what their protocols are 
personally i do not expect them to have uh, fans to come and view let's wait out, let, let let's wait for them to come out and announce what the protocols is well i would i wouldn't certainly believe that the france would have anything less lenient than the us measures as far as the sports are concerned um it's i mean it's also different in the football world as well because we saw league 1 with being cancelled in france uh, but in tennis the players will have to travel way more frequently and also individually across different countries uh, to play tournaments uh, but it should make sense to prioritize the big tournaments as well as you say you know mainly the grand slams and look into how it can be organized i do understand why the us open has come with such a protocol as we do not really want to repeat of what happened in the adra tour at the belkin uh jokovic and the tennis star who support him should understand the reality that having spectators is a stretch and more important than spectators is it to have some action going on um so this is possibly the last few years of the peak of the big three we are talking about we were talking it for almost a decade now and uh, definitely we want to see them play even if it is without crowd right i completely agree with you there and i am waiting to you know see the players back in action and especially jokovic and you rightly mentioned they are still at their peak uh, it's a long peak but they're still at their peak i really want to say you know i'm a big fan of novak jokovic he is uh, my favorite player but what happened was totally unacceptable and given he is the president of the atp player council he should have acted more responsibly he should be the role model where others other players can look up to and i feel he was not the right example i hope you know things will change now and he will be more cautious and he will you know as a tennis world everyone will be more cautious moving forward anyways as you mentioned i'm hoping we get to see the players back in action as soon as possible but in a safe environment and i want to say you know as a jokovic fan this coming out i believe jokovic has a good couple more years at the top and if he can stay fit he can overhaul the 20 grand slam record which federer has been holding on to and another record which i believe should be more of a formality for jokovic is the number of weeks at number 1 federer currently holds a record at 310 weeks at the top jokovic is third at 282 weeks uh, behind pete sampras uh, i i'm very confident that jokovic can overhaul the number 1 rank for sure and the grand slam record i'm hoping that you know if he can have a quick restart he doesn't lose many of the years now and that he can overhaul the 20 grand slam record well i hope you do remember that if french open predates the us open and if nadal takes it then it would be 13th roland garros uh, for rafa and he will also join 20 grand slams club so that is another big thing that i am waiting for as well so as jokovic plans to uh, chase records um that could be one of the uh, record that rafa is chasing as well so all three the stars are really chasing records and uh, we are really uh, all fans tennis fans are really really anxious to see them back in action but it is high time that history is rewritten as well as a tennis fan i just feel to say that no one born after 1988 has ever won a grand slam and i am a bit desperate to see one of these youngsters who are looking like uh, the, the big talent somehow hope that they take their game to the next level that's good to hear as a you know from coming from a nadal fan because one player i'm really expecting to uh, come or was expecting to win the french open this year uh, was uh, dominic thiem and 
so and he is the biggest challenge for nadal yes you are confident of nadal winning the 13th slam okay that's all from us today so we request our viewers to give your inputs in the comment section on when you think the tennis tournament should restart uh, who among the big 3 will end up with more grand slam or who will be the first player of this generation to win a grand slam if you liked our content please don't forget to like and share the video with your friends and if you like to receive notifications on similar content then don't forget to subscribe to our channel until next time stay safe